0: I'm wishing you guys a happy successful 2022 and success again is something that happens one day at a time, one step at a time, one paradigm shift at a time. So shift your paradigms this year, open your mind, be around people that inspire you, uplift you, put yourself in circumstances that will bring you into a healthier balance in your mind, body, and spirit, and allow yourself to be open to whatever may come, and especially when it comes to answers to the question, who am I and why am I here? This is the Mind Body Detox Podcast, where we discuss all things integrative health and wellness, interviewing folks from all over the world, sharing insights and wisdom on how to live a healthier life in mind, body, and spirit. Welcome back to the Mind Body Detox Podcast. I am your host, Integrative Intuitive Medium, Kara Loveheart, and we are now into 2022. Now, of course, I could do an amazing podcast on how to reach your New Year's resolutions and your goals and all that, but you know what? I got to get real with you. Six percent of people, only six percent, okay? Only six percent of people actually achieve their New Year's resolutions. Now, For me, I, for the last 10 years, have set goals, set intentions, used the law of attraction, used action steps and accountability, smart goals, all the different personal development tools that you can utilize to be able to reach your goals and achieve them. Now, of course, I didn't achieve 100% of my goals. If someone does, they're rocking it. But I think that with 2021 and then, of course, 2020, Really, it's been really challenging for a lot of us with the way the world is to achieve what we want to achieve at this time. And we can actually feel more burned out because of how we're living. And it can actually bring us down if we look at maybe our goal is to travel and maybe this year we're not feeling safe just yet, you know, depending on where you're at and depending on all the strat travel restrictions and things that are happening still. I think that some of our goals that we may have set in years past before COVID would have been more doable. So in this episode today, I want to share about how I see people actually make radical life changes and shifts in their lives. And this isn't necessarily just New Year's resolutions, because I work with people all the time at all times of of the year. And there are some interesting things that I've seen in my own life and then working with clients for how to really make shifts happen. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's get started. So I'm going to start off by saying goal setting was not something that I ever, in my entire life growing up, would think would be part of my passion. I was an actual person that had no structure and never set any goals or plan ahead for really anything. Even time management for me was a little bit of a a struggle. And I think that 10 years ago, when I started to really... Get an, a firm foundation with how much the underpinnings of energy, the subtle energy field that is around me, that life force that is within all of us that interacts with other people, other things, this divine connection to a consciousness beyond um, what we can understand, that communication with that really taught me so much more that exists in life other than us Um, believing that we're the ones behind the steering wheel. Now, in a lot of cases, we, of course, are. We have free will to choose. But there's so many places in our lives, in our psyche, that we really haven't chosen. Something as simple as when we, you know, growing up, blue is for boys and pink is for girls. That is something that's a program, that's a cultural program in, in this particular culture that we've been taught. So that's something that when I recognize that a lot of the decisions that we make are based out of what culturally has been taught to us as normal or as socially acceptable or, you know, women shouldn't do this, men shouldn't do this. This whole extensive program that we all have in some capacity, these programs, they really are what I think a lot of times limits us and holds us back from achieving whatever a goal or an action step we might want to take to get to some sort of outcome. And that's really like a deep topic. But I was reminded of this when I taught my annual uh, Law of Attraction in Action class. I do a vision board class and a Law of Attraction class every year. Um, That Law of Attraction class is very different than um, any Law of Attraction class I've ever seen out there because I talk a little bit about how our own energy field is What is the creative life force behind creating in our lives, co-creating with source, co-creating with the divine? And that needs to be cleared out and balanced and utilized in a way that we can really activate the law of attraction in our lives in a way that works for us, in a way that is replicable so that we can see that this is something that's a true thing. It's not some sort of, you know, bubblegum teaching of like, okay, you can put it out there and, you know, make a vision board and then attract what you want. Um, It's not that simple. There's so many more things that are involved. And that class is an amazing, amazing introduction to learning how to use your own energy field and clear out any pre-existing programs and things that might actually be blocking you to manifest. But I was also reminded in this class, you know, how much I always forget how much people don't have this awareness sometimes when you are living in the third dimensional world. And it's really been hard for me as an intuitive and as a medium for most of my life, because until 10 years ago, I really thought that everybody saw and experienced the world in the way that I do. And, you know, for a long time, it was really hard because I did feel very alone. I did feel very isolated when I started to realize that the way I perceive the world is very different. And it was, of course, apparent to me, one of the first times that I started coming out and talking about the things I see, you know, auras and colors around people. And I thought, well, doesn't everyone see this? Doesn't everyone know that this person here cannot be trusted? Does everyone not see that this person has, a, you know, a loved one around them? Like, I just never talked about it because it wasn't something that was socially acceptable. And I thought that a lot of people saw and experienced this because I was hanging out with a lot of people at the time that were very much into their own spiritual experiences and alternative spirituality. So when I had this understanding that not everyone sees and experiences energy from the way I do, I felt so sad. And all these light bulbs went off that I realized, no wonder, you know, no wonder people think that A, B, and C looks is crazy, or this doesn't make any sense, or they think this is so woo-woo or out there. It made so much sense to me and it made even deeper sense to me when I had over 2020, in 2019 into 2020, I had gotten sick and we think I might have had COVID before it was here. We got it in late 2019, but I had such a response in my immune system and was really not well for months that all of my energy sensitivities shut down. It was almost like I was experiencing the world from having all of my psychic senses being turned off and living in just a third dimensional physical oriented or having my awareness of only the physical world around me. And it was very jarring, but it helped me to deeper understand how I can better teach people to really actualize the law of attraction, to meet their goals, to really find their life purpose and connect with their intuition. So when it came to this episode today, I know I thought, well, New Year's resolution sounds great. Everyone wants to learn about that. But I thought, I can't teach that because I know that a majority of people give up. And I feel that we need to teach something a little bit different. We need to talk about something a little bit different. And that is how do we understand ourselves? How do we understand who we really are so that we can look at and excavate these programs, these things that have been taught to us that maybe aren't true about who we really are underneath of it, so that we can really find what our real goals are. Because a lot of times when working with people, when we find out what's underneath the sadness, the depression, the relationship issues, the overeating or the addiction to sugar or the addiction to relationships sometimes, I find that the answers are usually past hurts or past traumas or past programs that, are really in the way of this person expressing who they really are. And I think that's question of who are you, who am I is the biggest question that we can ask and it's also the question that's the least most addressed. I think that I'm very excited for this year in 2022 I am so in tune with energy and how it shifts and moves and how that is reflected in even the astrology and the cosmic weather that I know that this year is going to be a big year for people connecting on a personal one-on-one spiritual level. So this doesn't matter if you're religious or not. This is having your own experiences directly. And I'm so excited about this because, again, I want other people to experience and see the world the way I do. And my job here is to help people to do that. And the more that we can be able to give that perspective to others, and the universe is kind of lining up with it, with giving us this kind of, I'll quote say the quote unquote cosmic weather is coming, we're going to be able to have this ability to sense in a different way, to perceive in a different way, to think about our world in a different way. And that is why the question, who am I, is that first question. It's a very amazing seed of a question that you plant into your psyche. You plant it by asking it yourself, who am I? And it's something that takes you on a wonderful journey into really discovering what you really want. Because when you find out what you really want, a lot of times we want to lose weight. The New Year's goals, losing weight, eating healthier, Spending times with friends and family, travel. Like these are some common New Year's resolutions that happen every single year. And like I said, 94% of people fail. So what is it that you really want? Because a lot of times when people want to start eating healthier and eating better, it's not that they really want to eat better, eat healthier. Because a lot of times we don't really want to. Uh, We don't perceive eating healthy as something that's enjoyable. What we really want is to feel good. When we want to have more time to travel, really, what we really want is more freedom. When we want to spend a deeper time in in our relationships or encourage better dynamics in our relationships, what we're really looking for is intimacy. And in all these things that we want for our New Year's resolutions, a lot of times when we find out what the true desire is behind these goals, we can then look at where do we need to shift Where do we need to excavate programs and limited thinking? Where do we need to hang out with a different crowd of people or change our actions in some capacity? And that, I think, is a lot more powerful to create change, because I always say that you can't create change in your life with a pattern or behavior if you're not aware that you have it in the first place. So if you're looking to lose weight and every year you fall off the bandwagon, have you looked at what are the reasons that you have excess weight, because a lot of times people don't go down that rabbit hole far enough, specifically in looking at things from all sides. Now let's just go, this is the most common one, i want to lose weight for the new year. Let's just go into this and how many potential directions it could take. Looking at where are you, of course, the the caloric intake and what's happening with your diet? What about your liver and how your body's detoxification organs are actually working? Is your body able to get rid of excess toxins properly? And there are a lot of toxins in our diet. Or is it instead holding on to those toxins and putting them in a fluffy fat cell and pushing it outside of your your stomach area to protect your vital organs from toxicity? What about thyroid health? You know, looking at um, your capacity to be able to digest and absorb nutrients. Because if you're nutrient deficient, maybe you're really extra hungry and you're eating a lot more calories or other foods because your body is deficient. What about eating emotionally? Like maybe you're a highly sensitive person, you're an empath, or you have a high stress job. So it doesn't matter how many calories you're restricting, your metabolism is fluctuating depending on your stress levels, the cortisol levels and all that you're holding on to fat and you're holding on to the excess energy that your body's being told that it might need. What about having extra weight to protect yourself from being traumatized or victimized or maybe being abused in the past, uh, maybe even sexually. So that's something that's a really big piece as well, that people don't look at holding on to extra weight as a way to protect ourselves from other people. Also medications and toxicity. If you have certain medications you're on that can actually increase weight gain, that's uh, something that happens to, I gained 40 pounds in one month. I remember when I was a teenager, when I was back on putting all this crazy concoction of medications at the time, but that was outrageous to me that I could gain that much weight in one month. All I craved was sugar, soda, candy bars. It's, it's a medication, I call it the zombie medic, it's, it's um, <laughs> Zyprexa, it's actually like, I think the most, oh my gosh, it's a ho- horrible medication for me, it may work for some people, but it completely turned me into a zombie. All I want to do is eat and sleep and drink soda and eat candy. And I didn't have those cravings before. It was very interesting. Another way um that we can hold on to weight or have excess weight is really not making time for self care time for meal prep, time for actually monitoring our bodies. And I think this is the most common thing. We have been programmed in this culture to go, 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 and to not stop. And we are always feeling like we have to keep up. And it does feel like it's a race. So when you're in that mentality, it's really hard for you to not be in struggle, to not be in chaos, to not be in a scattered energy and your sleep's going to be disrupted, which affects everything is from your metabolism and the way that your immune system functions to your emotions and your hormones, but also your intake of food. You also may have very little time to, like I said, prep food to schedule out what you're going to buy at the grocery store. You may not even know how. That's something that's another layer of this. I can I want to lose weight? You know, I I don't know what to shop for or where to shop, or maybe I have this perception that eating healthy is going to be expensive. So I could go on and on about just weight loss in general. And I feel like when it comes to that particular goal, one of the reasons why I think a lot of people don't ever achieve that goal for their New Year's resolutions, at least, is because they haven't been taught to question. We haven't been taught to question who we really are and what we really want and question what's really going on, to question our intuition, like, should I go down this path and work with a health coach or a personal trainer? Maybe I need to go deeper and get blood work with a functional nutritional coach because I'm, I'm, you know, maybe I'm running into a dead end with my doctor, or maybe I need to look at toxins in my diet. There's a lot of factors I just feel like until you dig deep and go down that rabbit hole, you may not find answers. And the reason why we don't is because we're so busy. We're too busy to actually do our own research a lot of times. We're too busy to go down the holistic rabbit hole, as I call it, and find out some true solutions that might be there emotionally, spiritually, physiologically, and all that stuff. I think when it comes to losing weight as that number one goal that everyone sets for their New Year's resolutions, this year, I would encourage you to go a little bit deeper With why have I not been able to find with the real question to ask myself? Because if we find ourselves wanting to lose 10 pounds, is it something that we really want to do? Or is it something that we feel like society would accept us better if we've lost 10 pounds? Do we really not care about our weight, but we also we care about feeling good? You know, maybe it's feeling good in our bodies. Maybe it's feeling good with what we're eating and what we're putting in our body and what we're drinking and we're sleeping well, or whatever it is. So I think those are more powerful questions to ask to get to the root of what you maybe truly want for a New Year's resolution or a goal. Now, I'm going to probably do an episode on the law of attraction because I want to talk a little bit more about that when it comes to setting goals and reaching for the stars and all that. I will share that in our next episode. I'll do a little episode on that. But I do want to talk about how the missing piece and the missing element to setting goals is the energy realm. Because stereotypically, you set a goal, you write down what that goal is, and maybe what obstacles that might come up for you, and maybe some solutions for that. So You're ahead of time. Maybe you set accountability. You set a time Frame of when you're going to achieve this goal, but breaking it down into those steps, put it in your calendar, doing all the Tetris blocks. You're putting everything in a specific order that makes sense, that it feels really good after you create that plan, right? You have your New Year's goals and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this, and you write it out. You know, honestly, a lot of people don't write it out. They just say, this is what I want to do. And that's one of the reasons why it doesn't go further. Because if we don't plan stuff, a lot of times the plans don't turn into action steps. But if we do plan everything, we get that little dopamine rush from like, yay, you know, you know I did all that. Then we can move forward with the next stage. But I think a lot of times we as a culture, we have been bred to want quick fixes And we're actually fighting against our neurology, our nervous system, the neurotransmitters that are are running through our body. We're used to such quick dopamine rushes from scrolling and from social media and from video games and all that stuff that when we don't get the results that we're looking for right away, we're going to feel a letdown. We're going to lose momentum and a lot of times fall off the wagon of what we're looking to achieve. So I think that's where focus comes in with what it is you're looking to do. And it's funny because my goal for this year is actually just that, just to focus. Because if I I break this down, I could say, well, my goal is to really help, you know, this many amazing people with my podcast this year. I'm booked out. I want to make sure I can help more people that can't afford to see me. I want to get some amazing guests so I can learn. I want to just share holistic health and wellness with the world. Well, that's a great goal. But what's underlying all of that what I really want to achieve is having a hyper focus in my life. As an intuitive professional and as a business owner, I get pulled in a lot of different directions. And for me, we get a lot of little projects done. And they're successful. And it's amazing. But for me, I want to really focus on this bigger goal. And in order to do that, I've had to learn different techniques and tools for stacking my goals um, and making appointment blocks around my schedule to set some time aside to be able to even just make podcasts for you guys, to be able to consistently follow through. And really, all of that would never be able to be actualized until I had the ability to have a hyper focus and to take anything that I want to do and focus just on that. Because I think we get scattered as a culture. We get scattered because we have so many things that we could potentially do. And we want to try everything. We want to have an all-you-can-eat buffet of everything there is out there. And if I looked at my little goals or what my New Year's resolutions maybe were 10 years ago, I would have never achieved them. But if I'm looking at really what I want is to experience what it feels like to be focused. That is a goal that I can achieve, because I can achieve it every single day. It's something that I can say, wow, I did that today. And I can just keep going with it and keep going with it. And the motivation, and the momentum that is there to create more will ripple out into everything I'm doing and will actually create a foundation of a habit and a character trait that I have more of. I already have a pretty good ability to focus, but in a much more hyper focused way. If you can see how that might apply to you in your life, in whatever your goal is, looking at underneath what is the actual foundation? Is it really want to increase your confidence? Maybe relationships are what you want to focus on, but maybe you want to increase, like I said earlier, more intimacy. And intimacy starts with you. So if you want to improve your relationships, improving your relationship with yourself and your intimacy with yourself is the foundation that will actually start to ripple out and reflect out into the world around you. So again, that's why I talk so much about the law of attraction. Uh, Law of attraction, again, to me, it's really the law of reflection. How is your energy? Who are you? What are you reflecting out into the world? Um, Giving you an opportunity to attune yourself with things that you may not recognize in the first place, um, because you have a focus there. Um, after you create some sort of intention. But then when you have that intention, your subconscious is scanning the environment for things that maybe pop up on your radar now that are, this is something that is going to put me in this direction of my goal. Or this thing is absolutely kind of in the same ballpark of what I'm looking for. And until you set that intention, you're not going to see it. And then once you set that intention, if you look at all the things that are blocking that intention, specifically your own mindset and your own programs, that's again, really getting real with that law of attraction going a little bit deeper. So if you've been listening to this and you're thinking, Oh my gosh, now I have to completely reevaluate my New Year's resolutions and my goals. You don't have to listen to anything I say. Like, you don't have to listen to anything that anyone says. Like, you are the master of your own universe, your own world. You get to decide. But if you are curious, the first thing I would suggest then is to really write down what your New Year's resolutions are, if you have not already, and to look at what do you really want? Ask that question. What do you really want? And if you're not sure really what that is, I would suggest to take in on a scale of like one to 10, 10 being the most satisfaction you experience and one being least, to take the different areas of your life and kind of mark on a scale of one to 10 what your satisfaction is. So these areas of our life are our physical health, our mental emotional health, our spiritual health, our financial health our relationship health, so friends, family, you could also say romantic health or your relationships with your intimate partner, and your domestic health. So that's like feeling good in your home, really enjoying your physical environment. And take those specific areas and just do a scale of one to 10. How do you feel as far as content in that area? Because I think that that's always helped me and my clients help us to focus when we are not exactly sure what we want. We can really look at these areas that maybe have a lower level of contentment. And that's where we hyper focus. So if it's resources or finances, we start with that. If it's relationships, that ranks the lowest and improving relationships is the first thing to do. And again, the ways to do that are very vast. And the reason that we again, look at these under the surface, actual desires is because that it can really shift who you are, who you think yourself to be when you're looking at what you really want and it can empower yourself to actually make the decisions and the action steps to move towards that goal or towards that desire, especially when you're now aware of a pattern or a belief system that had been holding you back in the first place. So I highly recommend doing that. If you have your New Year's resolutions and you're happy with them and you got a goals and you had action steps, you got a time, schedule you got, accountability, maybe you even have a coach or a personal trainer or whatever it is. Those are amazing tools and they really work. You know, don't throw the baby out with the bath water. Don't give up what works. If it works, keep it. But if you've been struggling to reach goals for years and years and years, it's time to do a different approach. You know, this year is a year of us having new experiences spiritually. It's about us trying to see where we are maybe avoiding certain things in our lives and where we might be practicing escapism. And that's always important, especially as a culture, because we're so easily influenced and manipulated by our media and by sales and all that stuff. That I think that if we can look at where do we kind of go unconscious, where do we go into zombie mode that we might be actually being influenced by our culture and other things that are telling us what we want versus what we really want. It's a really amazing year to do that. So dream big this year. Immerse yourself in art, in poetry and music. Allow your intuition to spark your connection with the divine in a deeper way. Allow yourself circumstances or events or meeting with people that support those endeavors. Because a lot of times when we don't know who we are, if we connect to our inner creator, the creative part of ourselves the thing that's inspired by music or art or some sort of beautiful scenery or nature, you know, that's something that can move us into asking these deeper questions of who am I and who really, really want. Because I think a lot of times I've seen people who don't know who they really are yet, and I was one of them. We tend to like certain music or certain styles of clothing or certain styles of decor based on what's socially popular. And that's okay. You can still have a modern taste too. But is that really what you like? What if you like a lot of antique Victorian style decor and it's just not in right now? That's where empowerment comes in with all things. If you're finding out really who you are. I'm wishing you guys a happy, successful 2022. And success, again, is something that happens one day at a time, one step at a time, one paradigm shift at a time. So shift your paradigms this year. Open your mind. Be around people that inspire you, uplift you. Put yourself in circumstances that will bring you into a healthier balance in your mind, body, and spirit. And allow yourself to be open to whatever may come. And especially when it comes to answers to the question. And we all know what that question is. Always comes right back down to this question. Who am I? And why am I here? Wishing you again a happy 2022. And until next time, be well, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Mind Body Detox Podcast. We wish you wellness and health in your mind, body, and spirit. And be well until next time, my friends.